Picture this scenario. You wake up in the morning, pick up your cell phone, and discover you have no service provider. You have been simjacked with all info connected to your phone now in the hands of a thief. Bank accounts, email, crypto accounts, all vulnerable. It happened to Travis, and it happens every day to unsuspecting mobile users. Today, we welcome Hasiba Wan of Ifani.com to the show to discuss how to protect yourself from being simjacked. If you think it can't happen to you, you may be in for a rude awakening on our Protect Yourself Before You Wreck Yourself, episode number 633 of the Bad Crypto Podcast. Hiya, welcome to the Bad Crypto Podcast, the show for the crypto curious, the crypto serious. I'm Joel Kahn, that's Travis Wright. We are the blockchain blockheads, the crypto clowns, the DeFi, DoFi, the nifty nerds. Nice. I did not. I did. I forgot to check myself. Yeah. Now you're wrecked. Oh um, man, I wrecked myself. You wrecked yourself. They have in my crypto portfolio too. Yeah, you need to go change your depends. You're so wrecked, you pooped your pants. Oh man, that's super wrecked. That's like beyond. What happens if you can't depend on your depends? Like then, <laughs> then you're as they say in deep shit. <laughs> <laughs> You need to change your depends. If you don't know how to change your depends, you need to get a, a new a new person to help you. I crack myself up. I That's do. Good. Welcome to the show. Yeah. This is um this is our last show before we take a break, but it doesn't mean we're going away. More on that coming soon. Uh this show is really important though, gang. Really important, especially if you use a mainstream mobile carrier if you're in uh, you know the united states that could be verizon uh, t-mobile at&t sprint which is now i think part of t-mobile uh if you're you know in uh, in europe it could be orange or any other number of carriers uh the odds are the vast majority of you are using phones that have swappable sim cards and that means you are at risk Joel, if you listen to this, the uh, the teaser here, Joel says, what happens when you wake up in the morning and discover you have no phone service? I like went to bed and my phone was acting weird the next day. Then I reread those texts from T-Mobile and then I realized, oh, no, I have been SIM swapped. What happens when you have no phone number? Mm-hmm. Right? You mm-hmm. can't call anyone. So how do you call T-Mobile? So these, I had to use Skype to call T-Mobile. You step outside and you yell, support! Right, and see if anybody yeah. comes to your rescue. The sky. I just what I did. I screamed to the sky. I yelled people to get off my lawn. None of it worked. Karen, good job. Well, more right. about that story and what you guys can do to make sure this doesn't happen to you. Let's get to our interview with Hasiba Wan. That sound in the background is not Travis's stream that is unstoppable. He's not in the restroom. I really got to pee, you guys. <laughs> that is the sound of his pool doing streaming things as we are hanging out poolside at the Travilla on another beautiful, somewhat breezy day in at Puerto the, Rico. At the table. At the, We're at the table. You can hear it. This is what it sounds like. It's not breezy. Yes. It's that we have fans going. It's, well, there's a breeze. That makes it breezy. And, and 
Our guest today is the CEO of Ifani.com, and the sound you hear is his son, who is hanging out poolside trying to get dad's attention. Hasib, welcome to Bad Crypto. Uh, thank you, Travis and Joel, for having me on the show. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, we've known you for, uh, I'd say, a good year and a half or so. Yeah. And discovered what you were doing through our associate, Chris Poli at CCP Digital, because you have found a way to make SIM cards for uh, mobile phones unswappable, which I know is really appealing to anybody who doesn't want to have their assets stolen. Go steal my assets! You it, See, it, it, and anybody who's heard the episodes with Travis, uh, I know you heard them, that he had his, was yeah. it your Sprint? Was it Sprint or T-Mobile? Your T-Mobile. Yeah. This is the microphone. Talk into it. Yeah, it's T-Mobile. There you go. Yeah, I was actually looking for it right here, the one where I where I got hacked. It was like Bad Crypto Forty Seven. Well, that's actually it's going to be replayed. You know, this is this is the last uh, fresh show that we're doing before the best of Bad Crypto episodes, and so sometime this next month, as a follow up, you're going to hear the replay of the Travis got hacked episode. So, Hasib, maybe uh, let's back up a little bit. Tell us what you see you know, with the data and your experience, what is broken in the mobile phone world? So first of all, if you look at mobile phone, they were never meant for security device. They are just a way of communication, talk to people. Like who would have thought that cell phone will turn into something powerful that we have today? Uh, like yeah, little computers on the go. Yeah, like we have more, we spend more on time on our cell phone than we do on any other thing in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably six to seven hours at least, on average consumption. So they were never designed for this thing. They were purely designed for communication, talking to each other, but now this is our life. If you look at our telephone numbers, we have more identities linked to our telephone number than social security number. Wow. We have uh, more what? We have more things. Identity. Wow. So if you- Because I've had my phone number for 20 years. Yeah, so if you think about it, like, you know, I personally, like, you know, I'm resident of multiple countries, citizen of multiple countries, so what happened is, like, I may change my thing, but I keep my number. Because I forward to something else, but I keep my number. So our telephone number is the gateway to everything. Right. You know, like you have a bank account linked to your telephone number. They don't ask you, hey, I'll send you a message your social security number. Hey, they will ask you what's your telephone number. You go to Walmart or like, you know, Walgreen, they will ask you for a telephone number. Uh, you Everything is linked to your telephone number. Mm-hmm. And this is something that we give to people. So if you ask me, I'll give you my telephone number. And same thing, I'll give it to my most private thing. And we're so worried about giving people our social security number, right? right. And he's right. Nothing's linked to well, that. And, well, you think about that. Think about these numbers is like, and then my PIN number for my credit card, which holds all my money, is only four digits. Yeah. It's literally <laughs> 9,999 different choices you could have. Yeah. Period. Yeah. yeah. Right? Or 10,000 if you're doing all zeros, but nobody who, who has that. Yeah. So that's, what, that's one thing that's, that's really crazy. Actually, I was watching this guy on Gaia Television the other day. His name's Jordan Maxwell. Jordan Maxwell was talking about all these really interesting things about the dollar bill and all the different icons and symbols and stuff on it. And the serial number on the, um, the dollar, on those dollars, matches up to the, our social security numbers. So, like, basically, uh, 
because the United States is technically, since the 1880s or whatever, technically a corporation. It's not the United States of America. It's the United States Incorporated, essentially. And it's a corporation. And so those, those, you can look at some of those. You'll find security numbers, those serial numbers on that could be your social security number because your identity is tied to a certain amount of wealth, which allows the United States Corporation to borrow against us because we're the earning potential for the country. And it was really wild how hmm. a lot of these things were tied together. Hmm. I want the bill that's got my number on it. You gotta try to find Has anybody one? seen, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe if I went into five, 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 five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what you were saying was that technically someone could have a bill with a social security number on it. Yeah. I never thought about it. someone's credit card may be identical to your social security number. Uh, but but social security, no, yeah, it's num- but guys are 16 and 9 number, but like, you know, there may be some numbers, so that's interesting. So I may be holding Joel's social security number. Hey, give me number. it back. Yeah. Stop so, holding my Yeah, so my why don't you share with people that... My uh, social security number? Yeah, yeah. So no. All money is essentially, it's debt-based, right? Yeah, so yeah. it's like when you're paying a bill, you're not actually paying a bill, you are uh, relieving of some debt. Yeah, yeah, It's not yeah. so much a, a paying of a bill, it's the deletion of debt. Yeah, Imagine yeah. walking up to somebody, handing him a bill, saying, I'm relieving some debt. And be yeah. like, what? So actually, if all these, so since the dollar, fiat money, is based on debt, if all the debt in the U.S. was paid off, there would be zero dollars in circulation. Uh, I think maybe we may pay off. Like, I read somewhere that if we pay off everything in the world, like all the assets, you cannot pay back the debt. So we have to create new New well, there's different countries. Prices. There's different countries, but the way apparently the U.S. is set up, but but that's what's wild too is the fractional reserve banking, where it's like I deposit a million dollars in the bank, and now that bank can loan out nine million. Yeah, that's like right. it doesn't even make sense. Where's that yeah. nine million coverage? Just out of the sky. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, that will come into. But like overall, like telephone numbers have become identities, and like you know, it's like if uh, someone can access to my telephone number, that will be something that I'll be most afraid of. You right, know, and they everything. do, and they and they do it easily. Right, this is not rocket science. Like, what is it if somebody wants to be a criminal? Um, how would somebody swap somebody's SIM card and take their phone number, which then basically gives them access to reset passwords and email and all that? There's different ways to do it. What are some of the ways people are doing it? Uh, so the easiest way is to bribe someone, because the people who work in the store for like ten dollars an hour, five dollars an hour. Uh, like, I don't know, $35, maybe like $10 an hour, uh, you can pay them like $200 and they are financially motivated to do it for you. So they do like five, six, seven swaps per month, per week or per day even. And they make like a thousand grand. And so so wait, I would go to somebody in the store in, in T-Mobile or AT&T or wherever and say, I'll give you 200 bucks to get me this phone number. Uh, How does ju- it work? It doesn't work that way because, like, you know, first of all, no one will accept that. But uh, the easiest way for people to do it is by uh, on dark web, Discord, uh, like those communica- communities, you know, where you can actually talk to someone. And the people actually get themselves employed at these stores. So it's a cartel. Just to, just to do just this, to do just that. to steal. So, like, you are a group of 10 people and you want to have one works in exchange, one works at, like, you know, one is a computer hacker. He knows what to do. And one of the friends will get hired at a store. And the store does not go through a background check. They don't check it. But, like, you know, it's like getting hired at Walmart. Right. You know, they always have a signboard. Hey, we're always hiring. You get in, you get hired. Okay. And the guy who just got hired is now in charge of someone's data. 
That's crazy. It is crazy. So one of the most famous SIM swaps of all time was when a guy named Travis got hacked on Bad Crypto. <laughs> Actually, no, that's not the one. Uh, Michael Turpin is probably yeah. the famous one, right? And yeah. so at one point, apparently he had 20-something million dollars. Sort of uh, taken from him. I'm actually reading the story right in now. In crypto, right? In Bitcoin? In crypto, yeah. At least 100 Bitcoin. Okay. Which is over $20 million at this point, right? And a bunch of other money. And the dude basically got out. The dude who did it basically got a, a slap on the hand because he used a buddy's Binance account and some other stuff. And then the, I saw the court case got thrown out. So it's really hard to even get some judges to understand the implications of how dangerous this can be for people. And the challenge with a lot of those cases is that, first of all, it's very hard to prove who did it. Second thing is recovering the money. Like, you can say, like, a kid can say, oh, I lost all the money. Like, how do you recover the money? Obviously, impossible. Yeah. And well, then you rot in jail. Sorry. Yeah, but you go into jail and, you know, because you're a kid, you're under 18 or innocent, whatever the rules are, uh, you basically don't get their pri- prison time. So, you are out in jail for one year. I think there was a guy... Recently, what happened was there was a uh, so this there's an account X uh, Zach XBT uh, on Twitter, and what he does is he basically will decimate all the projects and scams in, the, in this. So he worked on a case where a guy spent like one year in jail, uh, didn't I think didn't pay anything. He was proven that he stole like a lot of money, like ten twenty million dollars, whatever, and he got like he had to pay like five percent of it as a company. Five percent back. Five percent back. Five, yeah, five. So where's the, so where's the, uh, where's the punishment? Oh, so you mean I got to pay five percent of twenty million back? So I mean, I basically got to pay like a million. So crime and pays. Then, and then I got to be in jail just for a year, and I get out, and I get nineteen million. What's yeah, that's that's pretty much the deal. Is and the worst part, he's back and he's doing the same thing again. Right. What? So he's gonna stop now. He hacks. Well, he's got nineteen million. He should stop. Well, people. Well, crypto goes up, crypto goes down. Right. Yeah, it's, you don't know how he kept it's the only money. Eighteen five have, now. He may have been done a, a leverage here or may bought an NFT. Right. So you never know. Right, right, right. But anyways, he's back. But also addiction too. Like stealing is addiction. Right. It's not about like you know it's some people thrill. are super rich, and they still steal money. Like so, look at politicians. You know? right. right. Let's There's not a, look there at is them. There's that moment where you don't ever get enough. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. something about it. There's inside yeah, them that like, doesn't yeah, matter yeah. how much those Rothschilds get. It's never enough. You know, there's I don't know if it's an urban legend or actually happened, but I was told that the senior Rockefeller, the first one that became wealthy in the family uh, on his John deathbed, yeah. was asked how much money is enough. You know, you're the wealthiest man in the world. How much is enough? Just one dollar more. That's enough, right? When you when you need it. Okay, so let's go back to mobile. Somebody said for real. I, that's the urban legend. Right, right. You could Google that and see if it's real or not. I just like the story. So uh, the other question he was allegedly asked is, "How much money are you going to leave when you die?" And the answer was, "All of it." Right. Right. So <clears throat> one way to get SIM swapped um, is through um, these cartels that basically operate through the the mobile phone stores another way is social engineering how does that happen social engineering is you get a sim card so you go to ebay and you can buy any sim card like any wireless kit you can buy a sim card and uh, i actually did experiment today so i normally what as part of my job is i buy random sim cards and i try to activate i try to sim up and i see what their abilities are and how to prevent that there's a famous carrier i don't want to take take their name but their account number is your social security number, and everyone password or pin is one two three four five six. <laughs> That's a great pin. 
<laughs> one, Everyone. Two, it's a pretty famous company. Again, I don't want to. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. That's the pin. Every account. You can tell us pin. who was it. Uh, you know, it's a. We call it like you know fair thing because they haven't patched it yet. So the problem is if I tell it, then other people who are not carrier get exposed. That's well, so maybe, maybe they'll maybe this will be their warning though to switch. They have been warned multiple times. So what we do normally in our case is like you know if we find a vulnerability, we send it to everyone. And uh, and then they basically uh, will have to rectify it. The challenge our industry is if we discover some vulnerability, and unless they have passed it, we should not be telling it to people because, as I said, it exposes the people on that network. But check what your SIM card is, and I tell everyone, why don't you pretend to be yourself and see how easy it is to get past the verification. Mm -hmm. Remember, Joel, I think in your case, you had to you had like some crazy stuff set up. So. Uh I was on Verizon for a long time with my number, and I had had people, tr I got notifications that people had tried to make changes to my account, and I called them, and I had to go through uh, talking to several people to get to uh, level up my security so that I could be a higher tier of, you know what, you, there's, I might even forget some of the things that I had to do to make any changes to my account. You couldn't even get that with T-Mobile. Like, they wouldn't, their security was the worst, to my understanding. I, I would say that 2017 T-Mobile security is way different than now because I I think that it's an inter interesting scenario. So I actually left T-Mobile, mm -hmm. went to a company that then got acquired by T-Mobile. Sprint. Yeah. Right. I wasn't going to say that, but that's okay. We could say it. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody so, knows but, so, it. But so it's so it's weird to activate mine it, to access my. It's weird because it's like in another layer and another thing. And you got to do a you got to do a bunch of the legacy Sprint security things to right. get to my account. So all of these, like AT and T, Sprint slash T Mobile, Verizon, they all have SIM cards that can be swapped. So it's not the SIM card; the number which gets swapped. So in your case, Joel, you had all the setup things set up, but when you had to SIM swap yourself technically did it right what did it take um well i had to go jump through oh you mean with with your service no like you when you switched to us right when you yeah. upgraded to us like what well, i, like, got, I got a new sim card but did they no my question is okay did they ask you the things that you told them to ask you i think so i think so but not every time i called and i had to choose somebody out to say you were supposed to ask me you know, this, you were supposed to ask me this challenge question and you didn't. How can I trust you guys with my, all my data? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's my emails. It's my 2FA, right? It's, it's SMS um, verification, my crypto. And then it becomes your Apple ID. Cause right. that's what happened to me was that, you know, first of all, they were able to sw SIM swap my card. Right. And then I was able to realize it. Re I was that night. I looked at my phone. I was like, that's weird. I'll reboot it and I'll deal with it in the morning. And then the next day I looked at it and then I saw a notification from T-Mobile. I got a text. Hey, this is whoever from T-Mobile. Thank you for calling. And <laughs> hopefully glad we were able to help you out. And I was like, I got SIM swap. Yeah. And I knew that like we started the show in July. This was October of the same year. Right. So this was like people came after us quick because we were visible. And uh, it taught us really early, do not keep crypto on your phone. Yeah. Do not keep crypto on your Coinbase. Keep crypto locked up on your ledger. Get it off of the exchange. What about your bank account, though, too? Your PayPal, right? Yeah. Any bank accounts, those are all just as vulnerable if you're logging in on your phone. But the dude was like, he messaged me, uh, at DrunkReesHard666 on Twitter. 
Um, I just looked. He's, I think he's still there, but he blocked me. How's drunk <laughs> retard six 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 still still a Twitter handle? But uh, so he basically messaged me. He goes, "I'm sorry. I just wanted to steal your Bitcoin." And to oh, hear more about that, listen to the upcoming replay of episode number. It was episode forty one. Forty one. You guys will will hear that because it was real and it was live and it was while it was happening. Yeah. And so, and then I think there's an update in there too, as like here's what happened. I think so. Yeah. yeah. And they're dark webs too, right? Like you know, you go on dark web and there's websites which offer the service. Sims happening as a service, where for the betterment of, of uh, you know, for lack of a better word, like you know, they have this official service of will Sims app anyone for you. They do location tracking. Uh, they also sell call logs, hmm. so you can buy someone call logs. You can buy someone location, and uh, you can Sims app someone. That would be nice. But the thing was on this one is that I had my Apple. On, I had my uh, find my iPhone turned yeah. on on my account. Yeah. So once he got my phone number, then he was able to switch out my Gmail. Then he was able to swap out my Twitter account and able to swap. So then he got access to my Google Drive and my photos. Then he was access my Apple ID. Yeah. Once he had my Apple ID, he logged in with his phone with my Apple ID, and that's when I could see where he was located at. Right there in Worth, Illinois, I could see exactly where he was right now. I could go knock on his door. I contact the police. I contact the FBI. Nobody cares. They're like, no whatever. Care, it's yeah. no big deal. Uh, it doesn't affect us. But it should. There should be some sort of division. It's like, I've just been sim swap. Go check this dude because he's probably stealing crypto. So there is like something called React in San Jose uh, Department of FBI. The only challenge is they don't, they don't get activated unless the theft is above a half a million dollars. Right. So, so if anytime they steal anything under half a million dollars, it's so no big you deal. can. But it's, it's in California. I think there's a limit of, you can go to a store and I think spend uh, steal like thousand worth of thing and there's no case for it. Right. So you can't even file a report for that. That's why Walgreens and CVS in San Francisco yeah. are shitholes. Yeah. So literally, yeah. if you want to buy something under thousand dollars, and you don't want to pay for it, you can just steal it, and no one can even file any complaint. They're going to shut down. They're just going to leave those cities, and then people are going to complain that they got no Walgreens or CVS. It's like, yeah, because you let people come in and steal our stuff. We're not doing business well, that's why here. That's everything's now behind glass. You <laughs> Everything. scan it and then go up to the front, and then go back and retrieve it. Everything should just be a drive through now, right? They're, eventually, they're just going to have to close the stores and say, what do you want? And you go through the window and, and, and get it. I would much appreciate that, just for the sake of... It's all going to be like Instacart. Time. Right, yeah. right. Okay, so... Uh, y'all listening right now, you need to listen real closely and because if you are on a mainstream carrier and your SIM card can be swapped, your email, your bank information, your crypto, your vulnerable data, it is all at risk and don't think that it can't happen to you. And so uh, Hasib has uh, started a service that has now uh, got quite a few customers called Ifani. E-F-A-N-I, and um, this is an unswappable SIM. Is that right? That's correct. So if something happens, nothing has happened so far. We also have $5 million insurance policy. So on your case, when any other carrier SIM swaps you, they say, sorry for, you know, sorry to let you go, you know. In our case, we have an insurance policy which protects you if something goes wrong. Okay, I have an iPhone. And about a year ago, I signed up for your service, and you sent me a SIM card, and I swapped it. So how is how is my phone safe now from anybody else wanting to so grab So walk into a store and say, I'm this customer, and I, wanna, I want to look into that account. And they will say, these SIM cards are, you know, not accessible. These are different SIM cards. 
for a for easy terminal, it's like a firewall on top of your SIM card. We run on existing networks. The magic happens on, you know, how do we do our procedures and everything, which means that generally, if you look at any major carrier, because of the sheer size of it, they outsource their services to multiple countries, multiple employees, multiple contractors, and all of them have access to that. If you ask like AT&T CISO right now, well, how many people have access to how many things? He would not even have an idea about. And you can become the reseller by paying like $5,000, $10,000, something like that. So you can technically become a reseller for $5,000 or $10,000 and now have access to every account. Oh my. And you can open like those booths. So they have access because they have to do it, right? They have to, uh, uh, people have to go and genuinely change SIM card. Mm-hmm. And people are genuinely looking for a cheaper cell phone plan, which they should be. So... You're saying that my card is unswappable though because no carrier would know what to do with it? Is Correct. That? So they have no access to that. So anytime they put in, they can't find it. You're not their client. What if you wanted to switch from that to another service though? So he has to contact our service and he has to go through a procedure which also involves you walking to a lawyer office or like, you know, going some kind of serious authentication. If you can get past office. So wait a second. So it's kind of like Hotel California? <laughs> uh, I didn't watch, but like think about it, like you know, you are passing through immigration, right? So, so we have to verify or selling a house. If someone can actually get past our thing, he can probably get past the immigration through your passport. Ah, walk across the border, just like yeah. that. So what you know that means that the the weak spot is the human element. So what's to say that someday there's not a bad actor at your company? In our company, the challenge is, the interesting part is that it's not, so yes, you can always collude between multiple people. What we have done is that we have multiple, it's like a multi-signature wallet. Okay. We have multiple people who have access to, who in order to do something, they have to ask permission, they have to go through multiple steps of procedure. So one, one person there can't Correct. Uh, so unless you convince like a group of people who uh, you don't have access to, and uh, they don't know each other sometimes too. Right. And it's decentralized to a, uh, a yeah, kind of that. So you have to make sure that uh, multiple people are colluding with you, and then yeah, so taking care of it. Like, but like the way we are building it in a way that even if a person want to collude, it, they cannot collude it. Hmm. Well, uh, so you know, I feel very safe with with this plan, and I, I'm having the same service, right? I've got unlimited uh, talk time, unlimited data, texting. I've got international roaming on my yeah. phone. Um, I've got 5G on it. But you don't have your own towers, so how's it, how does that work? How, does, like, how do I get global coverage if there's no Afani towers out there? So it's like leasing thing, right? Like, you know, not everyone have, if you go to, like, Italy or Singapore, you have contract with those companies, international roaming. In our case, we have domestic roaming contracts where we just roam on to different networks. And we just say, you, which carrier do you want? Because technically in the U.S., there's only three carriers, AT&T, T-Mobile, and Verizon, and the dish is coming up. So uh, you have to basically pay them per usage. So whenever you use a service, uh, we just pay you on your behalf. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what tower I'm connected to right now here in Puerto Rico, but I'm using somebody's yeah. cell yeah. tower. But what about this? So say, for example, you know, um, I may be going to Europe or Joe might be going to Europe or Asia or South America or Africa or whatever. What happens in those? Because I know in those scenarios, 
normally it will connect to one of the things and will give me 2G or whatever. No, no, so, so it depends on the carrier. Uh, roaming charges become ridiculously expensive. So I'll give you a cost of, like, think about Verizon. You know, let's pick it up. Uh, Verizon have a tower, so they can give you unlimited data because they have already spent the cost. So their marginal cost is not a lot. But if they go to like Dubai, Dubai is a general example where we had a, we were dealing with a client and the per data cost was almost like $70 per gigabyte. $70 per gigabyte. Yeah. So they up. There are some African countries where uh, the gigabyte cost is like $1,000. You know, I know Djibouti have a $1,000 gigabyte. A gigabit connection. $1,000. Wow. Right. So uh, generally what happened is that KDS do not want to pay that, but they still want. So they will put you on 2G. Uh, and they'll put you on 2G as in you cannot watch Netflix, so what's the worst can happen? You can probably just use like maybe... You can iMessage, you can watch uh, that. Yeah, so those things do not cost. So they may rack up like $50 per day in bill. So it's up to carrier. In our case, what we do is we normally pay the highest. So we pay a premium because service is slightly expensive. So we pay a premium and we just say, hey, it's $10 per day and you can pretty much with any country in the world Really? Yeah, and you. So that is a nice level of service. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So we pay a premium. Uh, like every carrier offers that. Like I think if you go on Verizon, AT and T, T Mobile, they will offer it too. But they don't offer it to general consumer. So a lot of people don't know. Like every carrier have prioritization, and every carrier have like the first class economy, premium plus, or f or business class. So if you are like on a family plan, you are like on a lower priority. If you are like on a, uh, you know, like. A, Postpaid plan where you have, uh, you know, corporate plan. They normally have a higher priority. Government has the highest priority. So depending on which level you are, it depends on your speed and which country are you traveling to. Hmm. So if you have one of those cheaper plans with global unlimited roaming, they will lose money on that. Like how can they give it for thirty-five dollar unlimited roaming? It's not possible. They just give you minimal, so you can like you know check email, do WhatsApp or well, something. Well, if I'm international and I got to pay ten dollars for unlimited, that's that's worth it for me. That's I don't got to go to some no. swim place. I don't yeah, got to yeah. swap something locally. Now I do have the, the the type of phone that has two SIM cards, so I yeah. can put in a multiple SIM card in there. Yeah, so that eSIM is a very good technology that actually will disrupt a lot of technology, and I am happy to talk about how telecom will work in the future because, uh, but yet eSIM is is uh, is something that will change a lot of things because you can actually switch between multiple SIM cards. You, you say eSIM, e that's encrypted, right? E electronic SIM card. Okay. So all the new phone cards have electronic SIM card that you can scan a QR code and it boom, it's done. Oh. So that's coming. Every new phone is now So coming. you don't need a physical. Yeah. You don't need a physical SIM card. You know, anymore. Joel, we should get uh, Tom Thomas Carter and him to have a conversation about uh, that because yeah. of the IMEIs mm -hmm. and all the unique stuff. I'd like to see how he could poke holes in that. Yeah, we, sure. have, we got a guy we want to connect you to. to have, maybe we even record it as a potential roundtable thing. Yeah. Sure, sure. So, uh, so I think uh, happy <clears throat> to talk to anyone live, offline. But this is what's happening in the industry because if you use data, data is the biggest thing. So I'll give you very interesting facts that people don't know about it. So like think about you go to Italy and now you are an AT&T SIM card. So AT&T may not have a better... Uh, you know, agreement with Telecom Italia. But maybe Deutsche Telecom have a better agreement. So with electronic SIM, it automatically switches to the better service. It says which country you are in, and it automatically moves, okay, now I'm not a AT&T customer anymore. I'm just like, you know, Deutsche Telecom customer. It right. does it on the fly. 
and it basically that's picks beautiful up. right there yeah it and it connects so that's what we are implementing it and i think the biggest thing especially that, if you're going to multiple countries mm-hmm. yeah yeah so i was in 10 countries in the last like maybe six months and i i we tested some of the technology and where we are able to switch to like multiple countries but like I've had so many problems with that, too. It's like if I go to Ukraine or yeah. if I'm going to someplace in Europe and it's like, meh, 2G. Oh, welcome to Spain. You get yeah. unlimited 2G. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. like, this is Gee, shitty. thanks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so this is what's happening in the, in the world, like how you'll be able to, the phone will automatically be able to swap SIM card. And basically, uh, based on that, they can, you can pick up SIM card that works the best for you and the best rate plans. Okay, so I signed up a year ago. Uh, this is going to sound a little bit like a commercial to you guys, but just full transparency. Um, Travis has not swapped out yet because you had some issues with your daughter being on your account, but I think you're probably persuaded now that you need to swap out your Sims. Is that accurate? Don't you speak for me, Joel Kahn. Is that accurate? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. It's mostly accurate. Maybe. So we're going to encourage you guys to do this as well, and um, it's $99 a phone line. A 60-day, 100% money-back guarantee, encrypted SIM card included, 24-7 customer support, and and no contracts. This, like, to me, it's a no-brainer. The moment I found out that I could do this, no-brainer. I'm going to put you on the spot, though, friend. What can you do for bad crypto listeners that want to sign up that they can't get just going to the website? Um, so, on website, I think it's a 60-day. We can give them 90 days checkout. So they check out a service for 90 days, and if they don't like it, other than that, we can just g- probably give them like a month free. Okay, there, now now I'm liking the sound of okay, that. Okay, how about how about the the first month free? Does that sound yeah, like a good deal? Yeah, we can do that. Okay, how do um how because it's ifani.com. How will you know that they're a bad crypto person? Uh, that's a good question. I think we can probably set up like a unique page for you, maybe like ifani.com slash bad crypto. Okay. I, I haven't done it yet. Right? Here, let's so. do this. I'm going to give you guys a, a bad co link, and that way we'll point it to wherever it needs to go. Yeah. Badco.in forward slash swap. Okay. I'm just going to say swap because it's easier to spell than a funny. S W A P. Badco.in forward slash swap, and that will go to whatever special page and offer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we've got 90 day uh, money back guarantee, and the first month free yeah. to make the switch and and we uh, you know uh look we don't charge you guys to listen to the show we're going to get a little bit of a kickback when you sign up and hopefully you're okay with that because we're helping you protect your crypto and also check out our reviews too right like you know people can go online go on twitter find out about us and uh, uh you know we are like how people what people are saying about us yeah to be honest well, i'm telling you what i say i'm not worried about my my sim card being swapped anymore yeah you can't do it Sir Lord Travis, any further questions, Your Honor? I just want to say that, you know, if you have been in the crypto game for a while, probably a good idea to look at something like this because you getting your shit sim swapped is no good. No. No, because you, you. I'm like, go ahead and sim swap me. Whatever. I don't have any crypto attached to any of that <laughs> shit anymore. I've already learned my lesson. But so a lot of like, people do. Right. A lot of people do. You, do. Do you have your bank account attached to your. Uh, they can't access my. No, it's, it's not. It's through a different email address. Can they. Okay, so. Like, somebody could steal your phone, and they're not going to get anything out of you. It's on a weird email address that nobody knows. They're going to get into your Pornhub account, though. That's okay. They will be pleased to see that. <laughs> but, you know... Uh, we'll see lots of corn. No, no, but... It, <laughs> Cornholio! But the one thing that you can do, like, you know, we have a number scan on our website. I'll, I'll give you a link to your listeners. And then they can put their telephone number, and we can tell them 
how secure their telephone number is based on the information. Wait, how do I do that? So I think right now, can you click on uh, Ifani, uh, search for Ifani uh, number scan. I don't know if that's public or not, but why don't you try it? Just if I search for it? Yeah, try Google, 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 Google. We pause briefly to go to the page. They've got a new website that's coming up. Can I put a link to this yeah, yeah. in the show yeah, notes? Okay, so you guys can go into the show notes at badco.in forward slash 632, and we will have a link to this page where you can check out um, your your cell phone, and we, we're not going to tell you what Travis has said, but it said, get a funny, dude. <laughs> yeah, my, uh, my, uh, my threat score is so low. But my credit score is a little bit higher still. <laughs> okay, that's good. <laughs> so, uh, again, you guys can go check this out. Um, and if you go to afani.com, uh, you won't get the special offer. you got to go to badco.in forward slash swap. And, um, and then you'll be able to get 90-day guarantee on it and your first month free. Dude, I- I'm grateful that I found the service because I really do sleep easier knowing that overnight I'm not going to wake up and, and my, uh, my phone's not going to be in my possession. Certainly, it's always, uh, uh, you know, like, what's better than having a peace of mind? Because personally, when it was happening to me, I was, it caused a lot of mental issues, right? Because yeah. You cannot do anything. Like you go, go and go for camping. You are in swimming pool and you're looking at your phone, get not being sim swapped and everything. Well, let me ask you this. I gotta say, so say my I have a high sim swap score. It says, oh shit, you better fix your sim. And then you go to Afani. It's still gonna give you that high score, probably right, because it can still access everything they could access before. It's just a little different now. So your two score things. won't change. Yeah, yeah. score uh, will increase, but this is like um, our score, so. The way we look at it, like, you know, how likely are you getting sim swapped and how likely would you get sim swapped? There are two right. things, right? Like, one is, okay, how likely someone will come and attack you and how likely are you going to survive? You'll survive attack. Your score may be high. People may try out for you, but you don't have to worry about it. Makes so, sense. like, there are two things about privacy and security. Like, you know, everyone knows where, who Bill Gates is, but you cannot go to him. He's an alien. Right, so you can probably find his address somewhere, but it's impossible to get to him. I'm not an alien. Yeah, I mean, my score is still in the red zone, but yeah. I'm with you guys now. That's because it was associated yeah. with the old yeah. services. Yeah, so the way we look at it, like, you know, we lo- the way we look at score is that, okay, how much information available on you, which zip codes you live in, mm-hmm. what's your probably income sco- income level, and how likely are you getting sim served, and how many breaches are you in? Like, if you are in one of the famous crypto breaches, your scores are much higher, much lower, sorry. Because people know you have crypto, so and you live in like XYZ zip code, which is rich zip code, and we have everything in from information available. So yes, the people should come and stop you. Like I, they shouldn't do that, but I'm just saying that's you become easy target. Don't swap me, bro. Don't swap me and don't tase me. Uh, Hasib, man, really glad by the way that you're living on the island now. Welcome to Puerto Rico. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, and uh, we welcome you and your family, and your son's been so good over there yeah. watching uh, Netflix or whatever he's, he's on. He liked yeah. the pool for a little while. He liked yeah. the pool until we had to pause because it looked like he was not swimming. Not in enjoying it. the pool <laughs> yeah. as much. Yeah, he, he'll go again. <laughs>
Hasibo one, 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 Hasibo one. <laughs> He's going to appreciate that. So there you go, gang. That's uh, that's the deal. Uh, again, we uh, this is an affiliate deal for us. We are under contract with Afani.com. And if you make the switch and take advantage of the bad crypto deal, guess what? You're supporting this show as well. You get paid. Uh, but, you know, we wouldn't be sending you there if we didn't believe in it. Like I say, I've been on it now for over a year. Very happy with the That's service. That's how long we beta test that thing to make sure that it's good enough for you guys, right? Oh, it's solid. Yeah, it's solid. Uh, you know, look, and and I, I don't own any of the company or the service itself. I'm a customer. So uh, check it out for yourself. Badco.in forward slash swap is where you will find a specific landing page that can get you the offer that we discussed. Uh, Trav. Dude, Michael Turpin got hacked. I got hacked, which I'm a little fry. A lot of people are getting hacked. If that's the case and you're concerned about that, move your family over. I've not seen you. You're not little. I've seen you in person. You're not little. Okay. You said you were a little fry. In the big in the big scheme of whales. You're the whole Yukon gold, my friend. <laughs> you don't know what to say, do you? You're you're getting there. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> so uh as I said in the beginning, this is uh, it's time for us to take a break. Uh in the more than five years of doing this show, I don't think we've ever taken more than a week off of not you know, of recording. Not right? officially. Yeah. Yeah. And that was and just because we were done as many as four in some weeks, you know, adding up bad crypto plus the nifty show. And then there was sometimes where you were doing nifty shows every day. Right. Yeah. So it's like, take a break. Yeah, we're taking a break. So for the next month, um, we are going to be taking a break. No new recordings. However, we thought, you know what? This is a great opportunity to go through the archives and pull together a best of bad crypto episodes that are so good that you may have missed them. And if you miss them, you're going to be really glad that we've curated for them for you to hear them over the next month. And if you've heard them, revisiting them is going to be really interesting because when you put the timestamp, you know, on when these were recorded and what was said and you look, you know, at what's happening now, uh, you're going to discover that they are incredibly relevant today. And so uh, they're going to be coming up here over the next month. Uh, I think the next nine episodes are going to be best of bad crypto. We've got some great surprises in here for you. Yeah, it's really it's really exciting. It's an interesting component. Um, going back through here, figuring out which one of these episodes would be most relevant for you guys to listen to. And uh, so you guys are going to enjoy them. And each one, we're going to do a little little hello at the beginning. And then what are we going to let it just sail at the end? We're just going to let we're just going to let it go. We're going to set. We're going to let the original stay bad. Stay bad. We're going to let the original stay bad. Stay bad.
Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of Bitcoins and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor.